You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick and Matty Rose on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Hour two. It's The Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. We're live from the executive community of Watermark at Bear Spa for the Calgary Hospital Home Lottery. Executive community? Yeah, it is. Wow. We're in the $3 million like show that. home. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's absolutely beautiful. Don't forget, the early bird prize deadline is midnight tomorrow night for the $1 million Canmore condo. It's not bad. Not uh, bad. Also puts you in line for the uh, the, the this home, which is absolutely ridiculous. The 50-50, too. It's $2.149 million. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of cake. Coming up at 7.30. You uh, win that. That's that's more than NHL minimum salary. Yep. Uh, you got uh, the temperature of the Calgary fan base. We'll do that at 7.30. We'll play a second version of the victory song because people like the pit bull. People don't like the pit bull. Yeah, a little so bit we'll, of both. So we'll play a different victory song at 7.30. And in honor of Thatcher Demko vomiting in his mask last night for the Canucks, Where's the worst place you vomited? 960-960, name and location. And, of course, that leads us to our next guest. If that isn't a segue, nothing is. NFL analyst on CBS, Westwood One, the Ross Tucker podcast. Uh, Ross Tucker, courtesy of our good friends at Tom's House of Pizza. Brought to you by Tom's House of Pizza. Pizza made to perfection with locations in Calgary and Okotoks. Ross, good morning. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys doing? Uh, Ross, where's the worst place you've ever vomited? Uh, probably on like a um, a party bus after <laughs> okay. a concert. Yeah. And we had to be on that party bus for like the hour and a half drive back from the concert. <laughs> and I was not, I was not. Uh, able to get off the party bus to throw up outside of it. So okay. we may or may not have had to have the windows down on the party bus <laughs> for the entire rest of the drive Okay, at 1 a.m. because uh, it did not smell real good. Um, you're, a, you're a bigger gentleman. I would assume that uh, there was maybe a lot of that. <laughs> a lot of throw up? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, probably. I, I, you know, I don't remember it that vividly. I, if we want okay. to get real technical here, um, yep. Well, yeah, I mean, it's all about the details, Ross. I, it's all about the details. Sure I ate a lot and drank a lot that night, mm-hmm. so yeah, it was probably, probably pretty legit. Um, we see it. We've seen highlights of it. We saw it in a college game in the first week where linemen throw up on the field. Did you ever throw up in a game? Um, no, I don't think I have. I've thought about that and I've seen guys do that for yeah. sure. I don't think I, I don't think I ever have. I'm I'm not remembering a time where I like threw up before a game, whether it was nerves or whatever. During a game? Never, right? No, no. Um, never during a game. It's more likely guys throw up. But there used to be guys, some guys that would throw up before every game, just like the nerves and the really? um, the the pressure. Yeah, you'd hear them going to the toilet. I think they sometimes they would almost like force themselves to do it. Who's the Who's the biggest star that me would maybe know that threw up before a game that we'd be surprised by, Ross? 
You know, I'm not sure because I don't really remember, like, off the top of my head who it was that threw up. I, I don't want to, like, say a name because I might be wrong. You know, I, right. I don't. <laughs> I, you know, I was really hoping you were going to say Tom like, Brady uh, for a second. <laughs> I was just really hoping you were going to say what? Tom me, Brady uh, for a second. Let me, let, me, let me get my list out and uh, <laughs> jot down everybody throwing up in case 20 years from now I'm on the radio yep. in Calgary and they ask me. Listen, we do hard-hitting stuff here, Ross. That's what we do with you on Thursday mornings. Hey, uh, what's the number one reason to watch uh, the uh, Broncos and Chiefs tonight? Is it apparently because Taylor Swift is going to be there again? Is she going to be there again? It sounds like it, yeah. Yep. Wow. That's interesting. Well, you know, she certainly she, she shows up for the standalone games that, when it's the only game on. <laughs> um, yeah. That's not an accident. I uh, I would say I think the Broncos. I, I think I'm intrigued by the Broncos, sort of how much of a train wreck are they? I think that's probably the biggest reason to watch. Like, how much how much more are we going to watch of Russell Wilson in Denver? Like, I know they gave up so much for him. His deal is just so guaranteed. But, Ross, like, it, it's just not working right now like how long is the leash for russell wilson is this the last year of this experiment can they fix this because obviously getting sean payton in there was to fix russell wilson and get him back to what he was in seattle while he was winning the super bowl like is this just situation untenable can russell wilson turn back into russell wilson like just what's your read on him specifically so um i guess i would say I think he's been better than last year. I think Sean Payton's done a nice job with him, and he's been better. I, I think they they have, like, the worst defense, one of the worst defenses I've ever seen. And so I think that if if their defense was just average, they would be, like, three and two, and people would be saying, hey, it's a pretty good job for Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. But their defense is so bad. It is remarkable, by the way. I'm looking at the AFC standings while I'm talking to you guys. The two worst teams in the NFL, in the AFC, the Broncos and the Patriots. They're the only two one-and-four teams coached by Bill Belichick and Sean Payton. Pretty remarkable, isn't it? Yeah, it absolutely is remarkable. It's been crazy to watch. Like, what are you making of what we're seeing in New England? These back-to-back losses for Bill Belichick, both of them historic in the sense that neither of them have happened to Bill before. No, you're right. Um, I, it, uh, it's stunning. And if he doesn't get it turned around, they're going to have some really uncomfortable conversations and decisions to make after the season, which is just stunning. I mean, I guess coming into the year, I thought there was some possibility of it, but it's probably even worse than, you know, than we thought it would be. Would Bob Kraft actually fire Bill Belichick? Yeah. I mean, I think they would figure out a way so that it doesn't sound like he's firing him, but he would fire him. Yeah. I mean, they would make it sound better than that because right. of all the success they've had together. But that would be what it would be. That would be what he would be doing, yeah. How much of a, how much is this affecting his legacy? Because obviously Tom leaves the team, goes to Tampa Bay, wins a Super Bowl. Like, yeah, I can do it without Bill Belichick. 
Like, what what does this mean for Belichick's legacy? I know he wants to catch Don Shula's record, be the all-time winningest coach. I get all of that. But if this kind of goes sideways like it has been, Ross, and his fingerprints all over, all over this team, he's the guy responsible uh, for the personnel, the drafting. Like, what what does this mean for his legacy if, if they do, you know, be a really bad team this year and maybe even really bad next season? What does that What does that mean for the aura of Bill Belichick? I think it's a pretty big hit. Yeah, I mean, because you look at Cleveland, and they didn't do much there. You look at, like, 2000 or even 2008 when Brady got hurt. I mean, you know, it's funny, too, because to your point, it is sort of all Bill Belichick's doing, right? You know, if they hadn't – when Brady asked for a little more money and they insulted him with the $5 million in incentives – if they hadn't done that, right, like yeah. they and, – and they had just allowed Brady to finish his career in New England, then nobody would have known what Brady could do somewhere else. Right. So part of that is on Belichick. He's the one that allowed this to happen. And also, if he had kept Brady for a couple more years, then there wouldn't be as much time for us to see this sample size of him not being very good. I mean, it's really pretty bad when you think about it that this is all Belichick's fault for the contract stuff, for letting Brady leave as a result, for for everything. I mean, it's really his his responsibility. Do we do we need to start? Do we need to have to put Andy Reid in the conversation with Bill Belichick? And here's why, in my opinion. He gets the Eagles to so many NFC title games, gets them to a Super Bowl, can't get over the hump with Donovan McNabb, who does nothing after Donovan McNabb leaves the Eagles. I'm not sure Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes without Andy Reid as his head coach. Uh, perennial Super Bowl contender, multiple championships in Kansas City. Like, in 10 years from now, Ross, are we going to say Andy Reid was a better coach than Bill Belichick, which I think even a decade ago would be you'd be called an idiot if you even thought that? Yeah, I think we probably will. Some of that will be recency bias because sure. Andy Reid probably win a couple more with Patrick Mahomes. So some of that will be, will be recency bias probably. But, yeah, I think we will be saying that. Um, I think there's a pretty good chance that we'll be saying, wow, you know, uh, Andy Reid's the best coach ever. I mean, think about all the quarterbacks that have had success for Andy Reid, right, when he was yeah. there. Like, even, like, other guys. Alex Smith had his best time under yeah. Andy Reid. Even in Philly, how many guys like A.J. Feely and Kevin Cobb got these <laughs> yeah. big contracts because of Andy Reid? I mean, Michael Vick played his best with Andy Reid. I mean, you go down right. the line, it's really, really impressive. Two five and O teams in the NFC, Ross. Uh, if they played at a neutral site in Week Six, where would you lean? I would lean Niners. Yeah, I think, I think right now the Niners are playing better than the Eagles are. The Eagles need to figure out some of their some of their red zone issues. But I don't know. I mean, the only common opponent is the Rams, and the Eagles I thought were more dominant in their victory over the Rams than the Niners were. I think the Niners overall look better. You look at the point differential, they're way ahead. So I think you give the edge to the Niners, but I'd also say, you know, 
the Eagles still have the better offensive line, and I would argue still the better defensive line. And so that's a real good combo, right? Like that's a really, really, really good combo that other people don't have. I mean, I, I think I might have told you guys this before, but it feels like the Eagles almost start every game on third base, you know, because <laughs> you start, think about a football game. You start a football game with the better O-line and the better D-line. It's really impressive. Yeah. What would you uh, set the spread at if you're putting your Vegas hat on? Ooh. Neutral site? Neutral yeah. site. Um. Two and a half Niners? That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, I'd say San Francisco minus two and a half probably. Yeah. Maybe even a little bit closer than that. I mean, they're only, what, five-point underdogs against the Browns. Well, now it's up to seven because now there's more thought that that um, Deshaun Watson might not play. But it was like five points. And I think the Eagles are significantly better than the Browns. So, Yeah. Ross Tucker, uh, Ross Tucker Football Podcast, CBS Sports and Westwood One, joining us here on the Tom's House of Pizza guest line. Big show, Russick and Rose 960, the fan. Uh, how the hell do the Steelers keep doing it year in, year out, Ross? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable. Nobody wins games in which their team, specifically their offense, plays like crap more than the Steelers. It's yeah, unbelievable. It's how many games it doesn't feel like the Eagles or the Eagles, the Steelers played well and they still win the game. Really, really, truly impressive. Is there more, is there an organization in the NFL that builds their team on a specific mantra more than the Pittsburgh Steelers? And it seemingly works just every year. Even in, in week one, they talk about how they, they look at guys around the league who are potential free agents. They go, that guy's a Pittsburgh Steeler. And they wait for Mike Tomlin to give them a call. Is there a team, Ross, that like just personifies Steeler football and how they build their organization with the specific they want to play more than the Pittsburgh Steelers? Because I don't think there is. Nope. I would agree. I mean, like, you can wake up in a coma. And it doesn't matter what era that you wake up, they're going to have two outside linebackers who get Assy off the edge. You know, they're going to have a bigger back that they try to feed the ball to. I mean, there's a, uh, there's a standard there. It's really, really impressive. It must be nice. I always say, and I said this on my show, um, the raw sucker podcast, it, it must be nice to be a Steelers fan because, they never give up on any game, any season. Like, you're always in the mix. It's just really, really impressive. All that being said, you know, we were just talking about Andy Reid and Bill Belichick. Where does Mike Tomlin kind of fit into this? Because, you know, everything you're saying tells me they got a good coach because the personnel does not look like it should be a 3-2 and two team. You know, I did – um head coach rankings in the off season. And I think I had Tomlin, I might even have had him third. You know, he's an interesting one because he's won a Super Bowl. He's been to another one. So he's shown he can do that, but it's been a while since they've had playoff success. Now the flip side is it's been a while since he had really like a top 20 quarterback. I mean, the last few years of Ben, he was not, 
Now he's got the young guy, Pickett. I mean, I just don't – it's been a while since he's had a quarterback that really gives him a chance, quite frankly, to have playoff success. Um, Ross, before I let you go, and this is always terrific as usual, um, what kind of an advantage is it for the Jags uh, when they play those London games? Because clearly uh, if they play that game in Buffalo, I don't think that game goes the way of the Jags. But them staying that extra week in London, Buffalo flying in, you know, on a Friday to play them in London on a Sunday on a turf that the Bills weren't too crazy about in Tottenham. Um, what kind of an advantage is that for the Jags here moving forward? Is is it something that maybe it's, it's a lot more than what we think it is? I don't think it's a lot more than what we think it is. I do think it's, okay. it, it's a small advantage, but it's not like, I mean – I don't think Buffalo to London is that much different than Buffalo to Seattle or Buffalo to L.A., first of all. Second of all, I mean, they flew overnight on Thursday night. I mean, they're already there Friday morning. And nobody stopped the Bills or any other team from going the whole week. I mean, the Ravens are there the whole week this week. So I don't think you can say it's a big advantage if the other team – nothing's preventing the other teams – from staying the whole week or doing whatever they think is best for their team. Uh, Ross, always terrific stuff as usual. Uh, thanks for participating in the worst place you've ever vomited. <laughs> Our text line's blowing up this morning uh, with some incredible stories. Enjoy the playoff baseball. Enjoy the playoff baseball. The Phillies on fire. Uh, one more one more quick one. Does Bryce Harper ever hit a home run that's just a wall scraper? Because every time he hits a home run, it's an absolute bomb. Yeah, no, uh, I don't think so. He's, um, <laughs> in my lifetime, I'm trying to think yeah. of, like, the best, uh, most clutch guys ever, and he's up there. It's unbelievable. Like, LeBron, Crosby, and Harper, Jordan. those guys, Jordan. I remember them when they were all in high school and people were saying how they'd be so great, and then they have been. It's really impressive. Yeah. Uh, Ross Tucker, uh, the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, CBS Sports and Westwood One on the Tom's House of Pizza guest line. Ross, always terrific. We'll talk to you next week, pal. Thanks for this. Sounds great. See you guys. There he is on the Tom's House of Pizza guest line. Pizza made to perfection with locations in Calgary and Okotoks. If T-Swift is, in fact, at the game tonight, I'm just looking forward to Al Michaels with some super snarky comments yeah. the whole time. Yeah. I'm just really looking forward to that, and I'm looking forward to seeing her a lot on the broadcast tonight. Straight ahead, you got the uh, temperature of the Flames fan base. We'll do that. Got the thermometer out, a little laser. Uh, uh, right on the win. forehead. Boop. Flames win 5-3 to three uh-huh. last night over the Winnipeg Jets. We'll play another version of a victory song. Can I just say something? I totally forgot sure. to mention in the morning Your report. Name's on the show. i got to do it now, can. so I have to mention it before we get too far from the morning report. Owen Power signed a big deal. Totally forgot that. Oh, really? You should have waited. 7 by 8.35 last night. That's a great deal. That, yeah, that's great for Buffalo. It's amazing. It's great for Buffalo. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. There was so much on the go yesterday with the you Flames know and the Again, Oilers. That that's just totally proactive. Yeah. A one power at 8.3 million in like five years from now must might be the best contract in the NHL. That's going to be like you paying like Dal- somebody five now. You got Darlene and Power for less than 20 million. Yeah. And they've got all, like all their young D guys are locked Long term, dude. This, like, it's Owen, a masterclass. To be honest in, with you, it's a masterclass in tanking 
drafting and then setting yourself up for long-term yeah. success. Uh, Owen Power and William Elander should have a hair off because <laughs> they both have incredible lettuce. Um, straight ahead, you'll get the temperature of the fan base uh, for the Calgary Flames. Uh, the worst place you've ever vomited. Sorry, Patrick, that you got to dig up these with Texty McTexterson. <laughs> I feel like we haven't had Texty out in a little bit. Yeah, we haven't had him out in a while. Yeah, Let's yeah. take him out for a spin. And uh, Val Ball, Director of Communication. Like Cameron's in a game. More like Ferrari. a spit, am I right? Yeah, that's right. But you can't spin it backwards. It doesn't roll backwards. Nope. Uh, the nope. Calgary uh, Health Foundation. Uh, we're at the uh, beautiful um, executive community of Watermark at Bears Pod, the $3 million show home in support of the Calgary Hospital Home Lottery. Don't forget, the early bird prize deadline is tomorrow night for the $1 million Canmore condo, a beautiful 1,200-square-foot developed living space, and the uh, 50-50 draw, $2.149 million. Absolutely absurd. Uh, the temperature of the fan base, Val Ball, uh, the worst place you vomited, <laughs> Julian McKenzie, NFL Big Bass. I'm going to ask Julian, right? So- victory song. We got a doctor coming on later. Maybe we should ask like, We got lots to do. What's the worst place she's vomited in? No, don't. Well, I was going to ask Val that. Oh, okay. she, she might have one. She might. She might have one. <laughs> I, 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 may, I may or may not have I was going to say ask the doctor, but probably not. Or the worst. Yeah. That the worst. Be, have you ever been thrown up on, Doc? How probably. Many, I think how many times is probably yeah. the how many times? Because we're I don't so, know if it's a yes or no. I because think it's more we're of so mature. Under, <laughs> we yeah. are so mature. The both of us, more of a total. All right. Uh, lots to do. Big show, Russick and Rose. On location, Sportsnet 960, the fan. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. We're on location for the hospital home lottery. The Calgary Hospital home lottery. I like that the post that we're trying to hit doesn't come until later, so you don't have to jam as much stuff in. Do people like I'm so like I excited? Felt, I felt that Fireball was solid, but we're gonna have to take like a couple of goal calls out when yeah, there's five Flames it. goals, right? Yeah, like yeah. you probably yeah you you might have had to pick and choose in order to do it. Like I like what you did trying to get them all in. Yeah, I. You know, should I we really just put like, it to a poll? Then? I really like what you did here, Jamie. But I'm so you. excited, Pointer Sisters or Pitbull Fireball? Which yeah. one should be the victory? Text line likes it to start. I think it's good. Hey, can you, can I, we I, put the poll up on threads? No, we can't. Okay. Though it's I'll funny stop. how I'll everybody started that. going on threads once we started talking about threads. Like, Pat made his first <laughs> post on threads. <laughs> oh, that that was by accident. Yeah, probably. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Pat told me yesterday that he's still trying to go on threads, and then I informed him what we'd learned a couple weeks ago about the NFL and the BBC and CBS News, that even they haven't posted on threads in two months. And he went, maybe not. Yeah. (laughs) Hard pass. Yeah, Pointer Sisters or Pitbull? Put the poll up, I guess. Um, Also, in honor of um, Thatcher Demko vomiting in his mask. Where's the worst place you vomited? 960, 960. There's some good ones. There are some good ones. Julian McKenzie at the top of the next hour. Uh, Flames writer for The Athletic. Val Ball is going to join us uh, shortly as well. Always terrific to talk to uh, our pal Val Ball. She is the Director of Communication and Engagement for the Calgary Health Foundation. Don't forget, midnight tomorrow night is the early bird prize for the $1 million Canmore condo. 
It's uh, it's beautiful. It's located in uh, the Arnica Lodge. It's over 1,200 square feet, developed living space. We're in the $3 million show home in the executive community of Watermark at Bear's Paw. You can come by, say hi. Oh, yeah. Like, there's some delicious pastry upstairs. <laughs> uh, to get tickets, um, <laughs> CalgaryHospitalHomeLottery.com, one 541 5540. All right, Flames with a big 5-3 win last night over the Winnipeg Jets. Thanks to Jacob Marshall. What are the Flames giving out? Like, is there a hat? I saw a championship belt with the Leafs because that's been done to death. Like, what are the Flames giving out for their best players? And, like, do we know? Is there something? Let me see. They need to bring back the green uh, green hard hat. They need to bring that back. You like the hard hat? Oh, I remember the green hard hat. That was a few years back. That was a good one, though. I like that call. Is there anything that you know they're bringing back? Just seeing here. Do they had, not know. They had the fire the helmets uh, a few years ago. Yeah, you know what? We'll ask uh, J Mac because he was in the dressing room last night. It doesn't usually they throw it up on social media after. So I don't we'll know ask if they Julian. have anything. Yet. Maybe they don't have anything. Maybe, yet. They maybe that's out. something. Maybe that's something they pick in their first roadie of the season. Could I don't be. know. Because uh, the Blue Jays, when they got rid of the home run jacket, yeah. that worked well yeah, for them. The offense just tanked. It was really good. And like, yeah, I think like yeah. half of MLB teams have a, a home run celebration now with something in yeah. their dugout. And I think it's so cool. Blue like, Jays are just super serious. They got really super serious all of a sudden. And I don't know why. Is it because they kept... Yeah. Uh, it, we can go on this for days, but... Oh, no. They had to change the <laughs> culture. Yeah. They had to, to change that culture to become and tail. gray and yeah. Soviet. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, uh, communism doesn't work. Uh, capitalism's good for everyone. But anyway, we're not going to get down that road. No. Um, we don't want to do that. Real fulcrum stuff. Yeah. Um, Flames win 5-3 last night. So you said you had a surprise for me. I did. And we're uh, going to do it in the morning report, but I think it fits. It dovetails nicely into our 7.30. I thought it would here. be like a nice little kicker at the end of the morning report, but unfortunately we ran out of time for it. Uh, essentially, what I'm hoping to do, I'm thinking weekends, but I'm, I'm not too sure how it's going to go through with the course of the season. Definitely home game type of things. I don't know. But I went out in the belt. I live downtown. I live near several quality. You did streeter yesterday? I did. I, Live by several quality watering holes yesterday. Okay. I also know where to find the best drunkards at the Saddle Dome. <laughs> okay. Whether it is Dutton's pregame, the press level before puck drop, right out front of the terrace as people are walking in around 7 o'clock. Did you get recognized? Uh, once I told people, like, who I was, I was like, oh, yeah, I listen. But, like, nobody like, was <laughs> oh, like, Oh, that's hey, what you oh look like? God. like? Yeah, right? Like, no one. Yeah, no. Not okay. like that. I also I, I was trying to play a little kind of low key. Okay. Yesterday you were a serious journalist. No, no that's we're not serious it. journalists. No, once you hear this, you're not going to think I'm a serious journalist. <laughs> we're serious journalists. Uh, your best place, the worst place you've ever vomited. Serious yeah, journalism. Yeah, make sure you text that in. All right. Uh, I wasn't asking anybody that yesterday, okay. but I probably could have asked. But yeah, I was what just up? asking people how they feel about the new season. I didn't really have any topic of choice. I was just. Going with the flow, trying to okay. find the drunkest fans I could. And frankly, 8 p.m. on a Wednesday, not as many sauce people as I would have liked. Oh, okay. So I'm thinking I might just save this for weekends and do it on Mondays, but work in progress. Okay. You want to hear it? I do. All right. GVP put it together. Let's have a listen. Hmm. What are you most excited for? I think opening game mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. Tell me about I the think- new coach. Ah, man, I don't know much about that, so maybe... What's his name? Yeah, I don't know. Come on, give me a guess. I don't know, man. Come and give me one. Uh, Tom. Tom? (laughs) Good enough. Works for me. Who's your favorite flame? 
I don't know one player. Yeah. Other. Can you guess one name? Alex. Alex. <laughs> Thomas. Oh, Alex Thomas. Oh. I, I will say, someone told me they like Ryan Huska because he's bald, and you're wearing a hat that, <laughs> you know, he can't cover it all up. <laughs> Is, do you feel the same? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd say so. Okay, I'd right on. So. Yeah, that was really emphatic. <laughs> yeah, Good, right, thanks. Yeah. yeah, enjoy the game, guys. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Uh, bounce back is what I'm hoping. Okay. Playoff hockey, hopefully. You sound like kind of pessimistic. Well, it is a game. Not easy to make the playoffs. Call the spade a spade, <laughs> but... My voice is all f***ed up. No, you right? sound perfect then. Okay. <laughs> Why is your voice so f***ed up? Why? Yeah. Um, I have no idea. I should go to the doctor. Well, probably. Okay, I'm going to step away from you a little bit. Just like a, a foot away, if that's right. Well, would you rather have Noah Hannafin or, I don't know, some plug on their blue line? Hannafin for sure. Okay, how about AJ Greer or Kyle Connor? I don't know either of them. <laughs> okay, well, that also works. If you had one message for Jonathan Huberto before game one, what would it be? Pull your head out of your ass. What, is, what are you most excited about this year? Pretzel bites. What about Ryan Huska? How do we feel about Husk? He's bald and I like him. Hell yeah, cruiser. Love yeah, it. Betcha. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Okay, I enjoyed that. Um, can I can I add one thing? Of course. I would love to hear their names of the people. There first. were some names in there. I I'm gonna try it, and edit. It. Uh, you know what? We were here today. It's I was a gonna do process. it. My, uh, yeah, it was working process. I I like how uh, people go to the home opener and can't name one player on the yeah. team. Like screw it. Why not? Yeah, that's awesome. Who cares? I can't name one. Alex Thomas. Yeah. Yeah, that was the GWG last night. That was uh, three ladies who could not have. Oh. Yeah, they were just happy to be there. That's all right. Yeah. It was all right. It was good. Went out and about, saw some people. I was a little disappointed. Also, one of the watering holes I wanted to go to is closed for renovations. What? It's really oh. put a bit of a damper in my... That's no good. Yeah, so... Um, and that's one I know that the booze bags reside in, so I yeah. was pretty upset. But, you know, we're going to keep pressing on. Yeah, that's uh, that's fun stuff. Uh, Flames with a 5-3 win last night over the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, no- I have a request, too, like doing these moving forward. If you and your buddies are getting piled up before the game somewhere, let me know. If you're downtown, I might come say hi. I might yeah. come and ask you your okay, thoughts. Yeah. You can hit me up on Twitter anytime, at yep. Matt Rose YYC. Yep. We'll get your crazy thoughts on the air. They could be good. They could be bad. We'll get you yeah. on the air. We like bad thoughts. Um, there was a guy who uh, had a Weegsy jersey. We didn't get him in there, unfortunately. Weegsy. Weegsy. It didn't say Uyghur. It said Weegsy. So that's Whoa. him. And then I asked him. You have Oreos well, Like, it's obviously a personalized jersey. Yeah. Did like he have he, an A or a C on it? No. Oh, okay. It was weird. It was these two lads who were in Flames jerseys, and they both admitted that they were, well, they were actually Avalanche and Penguins fans. Oh. Oh, great. I don't, do we have that one, GVP? Can we? That one was a little bit weird. Immediately, yeah. GVP. Find it immediately. Do it It was now. one of the later ones. I want to say it was the ninth one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do it. Do it now. Uh, Flames, Flames with a 5-3 uh, win over the Winnipeg Jets last night. Uh, some takeaways. Jacob Marstrom, fantastic. Uh, something we've been talking about all season and or all off season was who's the player that needs to get off to a hot start for this team to be successful? Who was number one on the list? Jacob Markstrom. Mm-hmm. And through one game of the, of the 23-0, of the 23-24 season, uh, mission accomplished so far. Jacob Marstrom, fantastic last night. Maybe outside of that Connor goal, but I can't really fault him that much because maybe it was a partial screen and kind of hit the leg of Osterle. But uh, he was unreal last night. 
made a great stop early on because it would have been eye-rolling if he let in the first shot, which he didn't. He was full marks for that win last night. Flames had no business really winning that game last night, but capitalized on their chances. And that's something they didn't do last season. Score timely goals. And last night, especially taking an advantage of a stupid icing play by the Jets there super late in the game. Huska throws his number one line out there. Lindholm wins another clean faceoff like yeah. Elias Lindholm did all night last night. Huberto puts it behind the net. Manjapani with a gorgeous pass. Lindholm buries it. Flames win 5-3. to three. All on Jacob Markstrom last night. One of the things that impressed me the most about Jacob Marks from yesterday, like the even strength stuff is is what it is. Great for him. Um, you love to see him stopping pucks like that. But this is a guy who went stopped all 14 shots that he faced on the penalty kill. The Flames had to kill four penalties. They were all pretty big moments of the game when these penalties came along. And he was able to stand tall. And there were some times when that Jets power play was absolutely zipping the puck around the outside. So... For that to happen, for Markstrom to go out and, and you know, we, we I, I really didn't like the first goal. I know it might have been deflected. I know it might have gone through Osterley. Kyle Connor's got a great shot, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All of that is great. But for him to let that in and not let it tarnish the rest of the night, for him to be able to press through, make big saves after that, keep his team in the game. Flames never trailed in this game, which I thought was big too, but that's a big part of what he was doing. Like, even when this game was tied, there were moments where it felt like they were going to be trailing, but Jacob Marston was able to shut the door, whether it was jumping on a rebound, making a left-to-right push to make a stop, making a right-to-left push with the glove. He was outstanding yesterday. First start of the game in my mind. Uh, what's a good record on the roadie coming up for five games here? Three and two? Uh, let me check the schedule really quick. Because I, I like the matchup against starts... the Penguins right away on Saturday. I yeah, do like that matchup because Pittsburgh looked terrible in that game against the Blackhawks. You have a revenge game for both Matthew Phillips and Matthew um, game. Now I'm blanking on the gents' name who left. Mitch Fox. Um, for the Capitals, you have a revenge game there. Then you go into Buffalo. That's there. a tough one. That's a tough one. And then you've got Columbus and Detroit. So, this is really hard, George, because I don't know what Washington's going to be this year. I don't know what Detroit's going to be this year. I know Columbus is going to stink. Yeah, I know Columbus is going to be bad again. The Penguins were really disappointing in their first game against Chicago. Be a pushback. Three wins game. would be lovely. Three and two on the five-game roadie would be a success. That would be kind of like, yeah, that would be a success. You know, two, two, and one. Okay, you can move on with it, but yeah, that's where I would go. Okay, straight ahead. Uh, Julie McKenzie covers the Flames, of the Athletic. He's going to join us, uh, break down the game. And we got to ask him. He was in the room last night after the game. Is there something that the player of the game wears yet? Do we know what it is? I don't know if we see. Like usually when I do media, all the players are gone except for whoever's coming out to do media. Yeah. So I don't know if he would know, but we'll ask. We'll him ask him anyway. Um, We are on location right now, of course. Um, We love it out here for the uh, Calgary Hospital Home Lottery. Get your tickets, calgaryhospitalhomelottery.com, 1-888-541-5544. The early bird prize deadline is midnight tomorrow night for the $1 million Canmore Condo early prize. We're in the $3 million show home, which is in the executive community of Watermark at Bears Paw. When we drive up to this place, I always feel a little weird because you and I just don't belong here. No. We These are we're like people who are actually successful and make money. That's not us. But uh, we're happy to be here. The pastries are delicious. They and, are. Uh, our pal um, Val Ball, always fun to talk to her uh, pal uh, Val Ball. She is the Director of Communication and Engagement 
for the Calgary Health Foundation. Never gets old coming here, eh? It doesn't. I mean, I drive out here every single time. I'm like, man, this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'd love to live out here. It'd be mm-hmm. awesome. Do you ever think of who lives out here? Like Sometimes. I imagine it's a lot of like dentists and, you know, it's just, it's a good community to live in because I feel like the people that live in here, probably you want you want to be your friends. It's yeah. called an executive community, so I feel like you have to have like, some sort of executive in a title, like you're an executive <laughs> board member or executive manager. I just feel like there's a lot of oil and gas money in this community. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. And we should go knock on the neighbor's doors and find out. Yeah, I think out. they would appreciate yeah, that. They, yeah, especially at this time. Why yeah, not? Especially super early <laughs> yeah, uh, in the morning. Tell us about the early bird prize about the with the yeah. deadline tomorrow midnight. Oh my gosh, yeah. You want to get in for that Canmore early bird prize? So here's the thing is I go out to Canmore often and I absolutely love, first of all, as soon as I'm on the road to the mountains, like it's like a just a breath has just entered my body of just peaceful living. And so when I go out there, I often actually go to Spring Creek because the community itself that they've built. So this, um, uh, a condo is in and built by Spring Creek in that community is just amazing. Like Bridget bars there. We were talking about how awesome Bridget bar is. There's a whole, um, you know, kind of grocer and coffee shop. There's galleries. Like, so you're kind of moving into that community and then it's a five minute walk to downtown and, you know, you can have this condo for the weekend. You can live there, commute if you want, or yeah. just not commute at all and just live in Canmore. Yeah, not bad. Not um, bad. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful. It's only a million-dollar property. Well, you know, it's pretty nice. They have a hot tub on the roof. I, yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool, See, right? Y- you know, that uh, sounds pretty executive. That's ex- yeah. It's another executive. We, uh, we've had this discussion living. before how I would make you shower to get before you get into my hot tub. <laughs> but... It's a shared hot tub, yeah. so I'm sure you would make please, people shower. Please shower uh, before you dump, <laughs> so we don't lie in our own warm filth. But, uh, again, that, that's cool for wintertime is mm-hmm. a boss move when it's snowing outside and you're in a hot tub drinking some Chablis rose because that's how you live. Me? Uh, for, yeah. Chablis? Chablis. Uh, you know I like good Chablis. Yeah, you absolutely yeah. do. You see, you I, I thought it was like pronounced Chablis. Is that? <laughs> no. That's not right. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the show home we're into. Yeah. Like that's the grand prize. Yeah, the grand prize. Could you imagine? Well, it's like sixty-eight hundred square feet, so yeah. it's you and I know a hundred of your closest friends could move in. Yeah, oh, like Drake. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, you could live yeah. like Drake. Imagine yeah. you yeah. like literally could call to get his drinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you also get cash, right? There's a hundred thousand dollars that comes with this house, so you know pays for your property tax for yeah. a long time. Well, yeah, exactly. If you if you want to get somebody to clean the house what or mature, whatever you want to do, what a mature do. way for you to think. No, usually that's not um, that's yeah. not like that. Property taxes. Yeah. Usually, usually, I would probably just spread the hundred grand on the floor and roll around. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's the responsible yeah. thing. Yeah. To do. Throw a couple beds yeah. down. I'm like yeah. Scrooge McDuck because that's what I would do because I'm an idiot. <laughs> Use the hundred grand to buy yes. some sort of wind tunnel yeah. that we can yeah. stand in and just yeah. grab just the grab money. money. Put I always wanted to do that. That would be, be super fun. Be like cheesy casino promotions where you grab money in the air. But everybody leaves those with like ten bucks. Yeah, it's true because it's impossible. Yeah, your your mind. Mind is definitely yeah, it's racing. of bigger money than you take. I up. like watching people just try and grab bills out of the air. It's obviously one of those things where you have to maximize your surface area and just try and press your body against a wall or a floor to keep as much money Look, from flying around I as possible. I feel like you've practiced. Yeah. Like, that was... Those were moves. He's oh yeah, doing because moves if I'm going to go into th- a money booth, you want yeah. me to be unprepared? How many chances are you getting in a money booth in I, your life? I, I feel well, like that's accurate. Have uh, you guys ever been in one? Uh, no, I think it's going to happen once, so I'd rather be prepared. Yeah, I, I wear a dress with pockets. Just hold those pockets Ooh, up. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good one. Yeah. I feel like you're uh, 
you're you thinking it's a lot easier than it actually is. It's just like I feel like you've studied that. Like I think I can get on the uh, prices right and hit a dollar every time on the wheel. <laughs> like I feel like I've watched it enough that I know how hard to do it. Yeah. Right. And it always looks like the wheel's going to hit them in the head when they really go hard. You're like, oh god, that's close. <laughs> Why are you pulling so hard? I'm sure it's happened <laughs> once, and they just don't even show it on TV. Mm. Um, not only uh, is the three million dollar show home, um, the fifty fifty draw is insane right now. Yeah, it's over two million bucks. Ooh. So instant millionaire, like, and that's an add on. So if you're on the website checking out the home, which you can virtually tour, or you can come here, um, and you can also tour the uh, uh, property in Canmore online as well, and then you just add on for some sweet cash and that's not the only thing right there's tons more prizes there's tons there's 1500 prizes something for everyone there's vehicles there's trips there's camping packages there's night out packages we love to support local too with our prize package so lots of like local restaurants and Mm. things like that and and we're talking about like living this lavish drake like lifestyle but all this is actually really good like a really good cost yeah well it's it's all about our hospitals and i think you know I read a statistic that 80% of people will use the health system uh, every year. Just Every need, year? Just needing 80% of Albertans, whether it's like, you know, needing to go to urgent care, needing to go to the eMERGE, maybe you need surgery, you know. So the dependency we have on the health system to live just such a great life is yeah. is so important. And I think everybody's probably got their own personal story about how the hospitals help them. So this is... This is about Peter Lougheed Center, Rocky View General Hospital, and South Health Campus, and it's all to help support innovation, ideas, technology, programs. So you're doing amazing things for the community when you buy a ticket. Uh, last time we were here, we also got to chat with, I don't know if it was this show home, I believe it was the one in South last time. Um, we chatted with a gentleman and his son who were using the yeah. um, neuro facilities that were provided, and we talked about how it had impacted them. Uh, who are we going to be chatting with a little bit later on in the show today? Because you've brought yeah. another guest. I did. I brought a friend. So I brought Christine Gush. She's the executive director of surgery at Peter Lougheed Center. Uh, and we're purchasing some pretty cool technology specifically um, to support breast cancer patients. So she can talk okay. a little bit about that. Awesome. That's awesome. Um, on a serious note, Mm-hmm. You always show. have serious oh. notes. Nice pivot. This Makes is good. Nervous. This is a smooth segue. If I'm, I'm going to sit back and watch. Try again. Please start Spoon over. Please start over. Yeah. Much like when uh, things didn't fire for the Rose Report at 630. Uh, let's <laughs> check out the podcast. Um, <laughs> Phil. Thatcher Demko, uh, the goaltender for the Vancouver Canucks last night, yeah. uh, was so dehydrated, he vomited in his mask last night. Oh. And we're asking our listeners, uh, where's the worst place you've ever vomited? Uh, Val Ball, yeah. um, Director of Communication and Engagement for the Calgary Health Foundation. Where's the worst place he vomited? Well, I'm a dignified lady, so yes, obviously, you know, that's I, why we have you on. Yeah, so I you've never. I've never. I don't do that. Yeah. Um, but I do have a story about a friend I was with when okay. we were on a stampede ride that oh. spun around while you're laying on your stomach. Okay. Uh, and threw up halfway through the ride as it was spinning. So we were laying on it... our stomachs, and the ride like lifts up. And then it starts to spin around yeah. the crowd and kind of like move out and in and that type of oh stuff. Oh boy! Okay. And she was not feeling so good. Okay, so did she throw up on the ride? Yeah. Okay, so sprinkler style. Did you did you catch some of it? <laughs> we were kids. I don't remember. I remember having to leave the the stampede, which. <laughs> was heartbreaking for me but she was they very kicked you out of the Ill. stampede no her mom made us go home because she was oh. sick she i think she had the flu actually oh okay uh which you know not a good combination when you go on a ride when you have the flu 
make you know get very ill. Did somebody <laughs> with a garden hose and a, and, a, and a heater in his mouth have to yeah. come and hose it off after? Oh, yeah. I don't. Yeah. This a, conversation a is going quite sideways. Yeah. Yeah. It's not it's not good breakfast yeah. conversation. Wow, no, it's great breakfast <laughs> conversation. Um, where do you get tickets for uh, the hospital home lottery? Yeah, calgaryhospitalhomelottery.com. Uh, also, there's a phone number I've been giving out. Yeah, one 541 5540 That's okay. the phone number. You can call them. You can go online, get your tickets, help support a great cause, and, you know, hopefully people aren't uh, – Getting sick Throwing up on stampede and needing rides. to go to the emergency room because. But again, not your friend, so if they're not feeling so hot, that's something they can use. Exactly. The urgent care center. You never know when you're going to need it. Absolutely, uh, Val. Always fun to catch up with you. Thank you. Thank you, Julia McKenzie. Next, Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan.